Welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 209. I'm back home, back to my office, back to reality after my little holiday last week, uh, my freedom trip, my meditation. We've got a great special guest here. We've got Bradley Banner here, um, and I've got my great co-host, Robert, as well. Bradley, would you like to give the listeners and viewers a quick introduction? Well, sure. My name is Bradley Benner. I'm from Semantic Mastery. Um, my partners and I started that business in 2013. As essentially, we teach people about digital marketing and how to get better results from Google and pay-per-click and Facebook and social media marketing and all that kind of stuff wrapped up. That sounds great. And I've got my great co-host who's typing away at a very noisy keyboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, God almighty, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. Uh, Robert. Would yeah. you want to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? I'd love to. So my name is Robert Newman. I am uh, a 12-year veteran of the real estate uh, marketing industry. I've uh, spent a lot of my time focusing on uh, real estate SEO. And as part of that adventure, I have uh, drifted in the direction of providing really deep content for real estate agents just like you. And I review a lot of platforms. I do so in a very in-depth kind of way. So if you want to check any of that out, go to inboundrm.com. Right, that's great. And we're going to be just starting off the discussion, blessed listeners and viewers, um, talking about Google My Business. And if we get the time, we might be touching some other topics. If not, we would probably be just concentrating on this. Um, so, Bradley, you know, a lot, of, um, a lot of the listeners and viewers, and we've had a lot of new listeners and viewers this month, which is great news. Um, you know, they're either single entrepreneurs, real estate agents, or they're in a small team. Um, what do they really need to know about to start off about Google My Business? Give some insight and maybe some tips. Because I think it's something they don't really, is on their radar enough and they could get enormous benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, one of the things that I would start off to say is that get on it if you're not. <laughs> if you don't have a Google My Business profile, claim and verify your profile right away because it's very, very powerful for local businesses especially. And as as all the real estate agents and people in the real estate industry know, the real estate industry is a tough market as far as digital marketing because you're typically competing with very authoritative brands, things, uh, very aged um, type sites, for example, you know, like Weikert and Long and Foster and, you know, all the really big name brand companies and websites that have been around for, for ages. And so it's very difficult to compete with that. However, Google My Business, which is really marketing on a, on a local level, uh, has really kind of opened that up or, or leveled the playing field in such a way that anybody can really get traction now within the Google Maps section of search results. So the first step would be to obviously to claim and verify your profile if you haven't already done that. But once you've done that, there's a lot of additional options and features that you can utilize, tools that Google gives to you that are absolutely free to use, but you have to use them. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I see a lot in any industry, uh, you know, I also run a, a, a local marketing agency, and and so I deal with a lot of different types of clients. Um, I'm familiar with real estate as well, though. However, and I find that a lot of people are from, at least aware of the Google My Business platform, but they don't know how to fully utilize it. And yeah, ahead. I think I, I don't know if you agree with this, and also give some advice on this. I I think one of the problems 
not for Robert or for myself or for you, but one of the problems is it's not that clear-cut how you get your Google business page and the process that you have to go to claim it. Um, can you give us, sure. do you agree with that statement? And secondly, can you give some insight about that? Because I, I think that first stepping stone is linked to um, the problem connected, like what you said, a lot of people aren't claiming it. Yeah. Well, the first thing you can do is just go search, go to business.google.com and search for, uh, you know, enter in your business name and phone number and or address and, and see if it comes up. If it comes up, it means there's already a listing published online. It just may not be claimed yet. Uh, if you're the business owner and you're looking for, go to business.google.com and you search for your business name and type in, sometimes it'll ask for a phone number or for an address or whatever. And it, if, it, if it does come up and you have already claimed it, then it will take you directly into the dashboard where you can go in and start optimizing your profile and using the tools that are available. If it's not been claimed yet, it'll, op, it'll op, give you that option to claim it as a business owner or as somebody that has uh, you know, the, the permissions or the rights to be able to claim that. So for example, maybe it's a, somebody working on your team as a marketing um, you know, in, maybe somebody in-house that does the marketing for you or something like that. Uh, and at which point you can claim the listing and you can initiate the claims process. And typically it's done via a, a postcard is sent to the physical address that will contain a PIN number, um, a, you know, a, a code that you have to enter once you receive the postcard to confirm or verify that you really do reside at that address. I've got some quick questions before I throw it over to Robert on that process because it used to be able to have used to be able to phone a phone number it's only the postcard now and you've got to you've got to have a physical couple quick questions um can a po box do or does it really have to be a physical address and secondly um do you still have to have a gmail email address yes all right you see so can you explain that one first because i think that that's a barrier in its own right. And secondly, about the po- the postcode, the postcard going to a real physical address. Okay, sure. So, yeah, to start with, we'll we'll, we'll address the postcard first. Um, yes, it has to be a, phys- a valid physical address. A PO box will not work. However, you can use the street address option for now. Let me let me let me qualify this. This is against Google's terms of service, but it works. <laughs> you can use the street address option of the postal service. In other words, you can go to a post office and get a PO box and then you sign an additional form, which allows you to use the street address of the post office itself. And then you get like the number sign and the box number. So it's, it's almost like a suite number. You can't put suite. You have to put the box, like the, the pound sign or the number sign, then the number of your PO box. And that still works. I've I've got a lot of uh, Google My Business listings out there that have been confirmed that way. Uh, keep in mind that's against Google's terms of service, but it does still work. That said, if you have a real bona fide, you know, genuine um, office, or even it can even be a home uh, that you run the business out of, then that is that is the better route to go, and you can have it addressed there. If you try to submit a PO box as a PO box, it will reject it right off the bat. So that's number one. Number two, as far as the Gmail, yes, you need to have a Gmail account or you can have a G Suite account. Oh. In other words, yeah, so you can have your domain email account as long as it's hosted through Google Suite, uh, then that will work as well. 
Right. So what we're saying there, folks, there's, there's you can have a normal Gmail, which would be like Jonathan at gmail.com. Um, so that's a free. Um, I, I think for any real estate agent, I would advise you not to use a Gmail just for professional um, reasons. But then they have what they call the G Suite, um, which was basically you could have like Jonathan at renoproperties.com and that you have to get a domain name. You can do it through Google G Suite. I would recommend that you don't do that. I would recommend you go to something like GoDaddy and just buy a domain name um, like renoproperties.com. Um, and then you can go to G Suite and it costs around just under $5 a month. Um, and you then get a host of other Google products and services. But the main thing is then it would be Jonathan at renoproperties.com, which looks more professional. Yeah, I'm going to throw it over to Robert now. Robert, got a question? I don't know if I... I mean, maybe... So I, I've had a mix. So Google My Business has been a Google product that, that has been changing a lot. Google has been adding features, changing features. They added posts about six to eight months ago. They, they've been doing all this different stuff with Google My Business, which, which ultimately, for me personally, just my perception, Bradley, I would say, okay, that's great. And I use my Google My Business profile religiously. But I've never really generated all that much business off it. I use it as a support tool to generate business off my website. So I'm kind of curious to know what your overall opinion as an ROI delivering mechanism is of your Google My Business page. Sure. That's a great question. Uh, is if you're using it properly, you can generate. Now, obviously, some industries are going to be different. For example, most of my agency clients are in the contracting industries like home services. So, you know, HVAC contractors, tree service contractors, that kind of stuff. And for them, it works really, really well. Now, I'm not as familiar in the real estate industry with how well it works for lead generation. However, what I can say is, as far as the different tools is, first of all, fully complete the profile, right? So if you complete the profile all the way, which now there's a Google website or what I call GMB website that you can complete, there's photos, which you should be uploading photos. Um, for real estate agents, you guys have no shortage of photos. So you ought to be uploading photos regularly and consistently. Um, there's, a, there's a trick that I'm going to talk about with, with photos too that will help you to get better results from the Google My Business profile in search as well. Um, but the posts, you mentioned posts. Posts are very, very important if you use them consistently and regularly. Because what happens is, again, Google provides these tools for free for a reason. And let me kind of step back for a little bit to explain why um, what I'm going to expl- what I'm going to say about the Google My Business posts or GMB posts, as I call okay. for short, why they're why they're powerful and why they're effective and why Google has given us all these tools. Because think about up until about a year ago, you said six or eight months ago that was close. About a year ago is when they really started rolling out a lot of these Google My Business tools. Because prior to that, think about what Google was. It was nothing or is or had been. It was nothing other than an indexed uh, an index page of links or URLs that when so when somebody would go to Google they do a search it would present them with a list of URLs websites web pages that when the user would click on would take them off of Google 
and take them over to somebody else's website, right? Off of the Google platform. Well, if you know anything about Facebook marketing, you know, especially with paid advertising on Facebook, you know that if you're doing Facebook like posts within a group or on a page, for example, if you go look at your Facebook insights or your analytics or whatever, and you get to see how much reach those posts get to your, to the followers of your page, for example, if you don't contain an external link, you get much more exposure. Like in other words, a lot more eyeballs, it gets, um, it gets served to a lot more of those followers. So a lot more followers will see it in their newsfeed, for example. But the moment that you put a third party link, an external link that takes people off of Facebook into that post, now Facebook significantly reduces the exposure of that post. Why is that? Because Facebook doesn't want people clicking on that link to take them off of Facebook. Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook so they engage with more ads and stuff like that. Right. So Google kind of followed suit. They got wise. And that's really why Google My Business started launching all of these free tools is because if used properly, it can provide the Google user, the searcher, for example, with the date, the information that they're seeking. And the, 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 the Google user, the end user can then engage with that content or that Google My Business post or the Google, Google My Business website, the maps listing, whatever, and get all the contact information that they need, driving directions, anything that they need for that business to transact with that business and never leave the Google platform. Does that make sense? Right. So yeah. as, as far as the, the Google My Business posts, if you use them consistently and religiously, the more competitive, competitive of a market that you're in, the more frequently you should be using Google My Business posts. And for those of you that are unaware of what GMB posts are, it's very similar to like posting, a, uh, publishing a post on a Facebook page. It gives you a section to place an image or a video, and then there's some, uh, you know, a text section that you can put up to 1,500 characters. And that's a very, that's that that it's not, you know, first of all, use good good images, but second of all, the, the text area is where you can add keywords or search queries that you want to get more exposure for. For example, another one of the tools inside of, um, or features inside of Google My Business is the GMB Insights. And Insights is essentially analytics for the Google My Business profile. And if you take a look at Insights, it will show you at the very top what the search queries are that has given your profile, your Maps profile, an impression (laughs) and that somebody has engaged with, right? So it'll show you the search queries that people are using to find your business. And so if you see, for example, a lot of the times, especially in the contracting industries, you'll see near me type keywords. In other words, plumber near me, or even in like pet store near me or restaurants near me or variations of the near me type modifier. You'll see those in the search query report. Those, and what happens is if you can actually start extracting those keywords from those search query reports and start using those in the text portion of GMB posts, Google will start to serve your listing more for those types of queries. So it's almost like they give you the keys to the kingdom. It's very, very powerful. So that's number one. And number two, as far as the images, videos are always tend to get more engagement than, than photos do as well. But what's really cool about it is, for example, the Google My Business Pro uh, platform has become, as, as far as um, in last year, at the end of uh, July, last year, July 28th, I believe was the official date that Google rolled out what they called the mobile index first. And what happened then was all of, there's three, there's basically three different types of search results for Google, right? Like three different data centers, basically. There's the mobile results, there's the desktop and laptop results, and then there's the maps results. And 
whenever you do a search on Google, you'll see kind of a blend of those things. Uh, for example, that's why you see maps at the top now, and then you see organic results underneath and all that. But up until July of last year, the main the main results pages were influenced primarily by the laptop and desktop results, right? Well, as of July last year, 2018, they they switched to the mobile index first to where now the mobile index is the one that influences the rest of the results. And the reason why is because six or seven out of 10 searches now originate from mobile devices, especially searches with local intent. So the reason I say that is because the Google My Business platform now, that one of the primary ranking factors or that show that, that that will show your business in the MAPS 3-pack, which is really the prime real estate, right, is the proximity of the business to the searcher when they perform the search, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in other words, somebody's looking at their phone and they're typing in, you know, real estate agent near me or realtor near me or something like that, then... Google is going to return the real estate offices that are physically located the closest to them, if that makes sense. So in a way, that's great because it gives, uh, you know, again, if you have a well-optimized profile, you can rank really, really well for people that are searching close by to your physical location. But that kind of limits you if you have a broader service area, right? So it's a a double-edged sword. However, there is a way to overcome that proximity issue. And that's, once again, through using Google My Business Posts consistently and regularly. And here's the key to that. When you take a video from a phone with GPS enabled, right, which almost all phones in the world are now, it, it stamps that image, that, that, that photo with what they call EXIF data. Essentially, it's a geotag that has the coordinates of where that image was taken. And it's got basically GPS data embedded in the metadata of that image. And the same thing goes with the video. So if you take video from your phone, uh, or excuse me, photos or video from your phone, for example, especially real estate agents, if you cover your farm area, whatever that may be, if you're constantly taking photos from your phone while on site at, a, at, a, as a, a, at properties that you have listed for sale or that whatever the case may be, um, and you upload them to the Google My Business profile through your phone, or and you could even, you could even have them uh, saved in Google Photos, for example, and then do it from your desktop later if it makes it easier. But all that geodata now is already tagged onto that image. It's embedded in that image. And what happens is over time, especially if you do this consistently and regularly, you can overcome that proximity issue to where Google will start to serve your results in the three-pack, your profile in the three-pack, as long as people are searching within that area that you've mapped out now through the data that you continually feed to Google through these photos, these geotagged images and or videos. Does that make sense? Oh, Robert also has touched this in previous episodes and it's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on the show is to emphasize that because it's so amazingly powerful and so important that real estate agents understand this. We're going to go for our break, folks. We're going to come back. I've already enjoyed this. I think we've already offered a load of value in this conversation already and we'll be coming back with Bradley and we'll be going into some more depth around this amazing subject. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. 
We've had a feast on Google business page. Bradley, uh, I'll give you top marks. Uh, um, I've been impressed what we've what you've put. Thank you to the noticed. Um, like I say, I'm just going to put it over to Robert. Off you go, Robert. Sure. Um, so, so I'm going to make a statement for our audience because I agree with everything you said, Bradley, and and we've talked about this before on the show. And I have actually mentioned to our users the importance of geolocation and other metadata that that gets that gets automatically added through your cell phone, which is incredibly important in terms of content creation, hyperlocal placement, hyperlocal exposure, so on and so forth. But right now I'm going to actually take a different tangent because when we as podcasters or marketers get lost in the sauce and we talk about all this different technical stuff, I think that people get deeply overwhelmed because there's a lot of technical stuff and Bradley is correct. There's a lot of metadata and other information, but guess what? The, the beautiful news about all of this is that really, even if you wanted to tackle four or five social platforms and create content, I've noticed that the ability to reuse content on different platforms has extended a lot, including with Google, mm-hmm. because you're not getting duplicate content uh, dings on your Google My Business profile the same way that you would, for instance, with your website. You can't duplicate content on your website. However, you could take a single image of you smiling in the morning and then use it for your Instagram, your Google My Business page, your LinkedIn. uh, You know, if you've got a company profile on LinkedIn, you can use it there or a personal profile. I've got a few thousand people that follow me on my personal profile. So, So you can do one picture and then update every platform, including Google My Business, at the same time. And by the way, get all this local relevance that Bradley is talking about as long as you took the image that's somewhere in the vicinity of your service area and then and then upload it to Google. So I just wanted to mention that, Bradley, I, I do agree with everything that you said. I just want to make it clear to our users that Overall, what we're telling you, which you probably aren't hearing, but we're going to say it over and over again until you hear it, is that you're being given more and more and more tools that have more and more power to compete against companies like Zillow and Trulia and Bradley. These are big lead generation companies that have stolen a lot of thunder from local real estate agents. Mm -hmm. And so you're being given more and more power to, to combat those guys, because guess what? Bradley mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. When you get served up in the three-pack for Hyperlocal, you beat out Trulia and Zillow. So what we're telling you is that you have a hidden weapon right now to go out and beat these guys. And it just involves your phone, a little My Business profile. And then honestly, uh, though Bradley hasn't touched on this, I'm sure he would get around to it. He's going to give us some tips and tricks and I'd like to give him some time to do that. Um, maybe in the bonus content, if he decides to stay an extra 10 minutes, but um, reviews are the last thing that you need to focus on. I don't know what Bradley's experience has been, but I've discovered that my profile has really dominated an ever increasing variety of searches mostly based on the quality and the quantity of my reviews, not just on, there's other things that affect your business, your business profile, such as citations and, and other things like that. But, but I don't want to get super deep and complicated. I personally think that the number one thing anyway, 
is reviews, which is as real estate agents, you should be getting every single day you can you can possibly get one. Yeah, uh, I think that, I think that's great, Bradley. Um, I just those two things. I like you to just give a quick outline of, of the free pack because we've been using that a lot, but uh, um. It might be puzzling a lot of our listeners and viewers what the free pack is. And then can you go on to what you think of what um, Robert's just said about reviews in Google business page? Sure. So the three pack is when you do a search in Google for, especially with local intent, typically you're going to see some ads at the top and then just below the ads, you're going to see the map, the maps pack essentially, which is most of the time it's, it's, it will serve three, results within the maps pack. So there will be literally a map. And then just underneath that, there will be three different listings, oftentimes three listings. Sometimes it will be less. Sometimes it'll be more because now you're starting to see more and more ads show up in the actual three pack. When those are people that are using Google ads with the location extension enabled. That's something else. If we had more time, I would recommend that we talked about because that works really, really well. well. We can discuss that in the bonus content. So that's what I'm talking about when it comes to the three pack. It's that it's that maps section of listings in the search engine results pages just above the organic listings. And as Robert had just mentioned, that's really where a local business can compete against Zillow and Trulia and those in, you know and and the East Coast. There's another company called Redfin that's taken up a lot of real estate as, on those SERPs pages. Yeah. Um, and so though, like, I know what you're saying. And that's what I was saying earlier about being very authoritative sites that you're competing against, but on the local level, you can actually outrank them because you can get, they're not, they don't have physical locations where you do, you know what I mean? And so, so you can get in the maps pack and literally siphon traffic away from them. And that's one of the best things to do. Now, as far as reviews, absolutely. Look, SEO has evolved so much beyond just getting ranked well, because Ranking well doesn't do it anymore because our, our online users, uh, Google users, were just people on the internet in general are savvier than they were even four or five years ago, where just being at the top of the results would get you all the traffic you need. Now, even if you're at the top, if you don't have a good brand and a strong social proof, which is what reviews are, that you're a brand that people engage with and that are satisfied with, then you'll often get overlooked and people will you know, click or visit call the businesses that may be below you, but have more reviews or better reviews. So I totally agree with that. And um, one of the best things about reviews is their user-generated content. So Google gives them a lot of weight. In other words, it will help you to build authority for your brand in Google's eyes because they're not your own content. In other words, it's not stuff that you're producing. It's stuff that users have, have added to your profile. So that really helps as well. One of the keys that I would recommend to that that will help you to get more mileage out of your reviews, there's two of them actually, if we have time very quickly. Number one is always get in the habit of going in and responding to reviews, good or bad. Go in and respond because it gives you the opportunity to squeeze another keyword or another location name into the re- response, right? And so that's how you can start to expand again that that footprint, so to speak, of your of your Google My Business listing because, you know, good reviews are great. And most people usually only respond to bad reviews or negative reviews. I don't recommend that. I recommend using that as an opportunity to continually optimize your profile at every opportunity. And secondly, uh, if you notice this one side, if you go, go to your Google Maps profile and view it in Google Maps, and then you click on the reviews, if you have, let's say you've got 15, 13 reviews. If you click on that, it will expand and show uh, all the individual reviews. And then there's a little share icon 
for each one of those individual reviews. If you click that share icon, it's going to give you a URL that links back directly to that review. You could use that in your content marketing and say, you know, like, hey, did you see the review that was just posted by John S. in and mentioned the location? And to view that review, click, you know, check it out here and, and drop that URL because now your link building links directly into the Google My Business profile on a review by review basis. And all of that over time, link building is still a very powerful technique in SEO if it's done correctly. And uh, Google My Business is no exception. Oh, that's fantastic. What, you know, what is the process for somebody leaving a review? Because, you know, some review sites, they have very insane, if you, especially if you're a first-time person giving a review, they have insane restrictions. And um, what are, do you need a kind of Gmail um, email uh, um, account to leave a review? How does Google regulate reviewing basically. yeah it'll, it's it's done if, as long as you have a google profile and honestly it's rare to find people that do not have a google profile <laughs> like and when i when i say profile i mean a google account because of all the android phones you know and all that i mean almost everybody has a google account just like facebook right and so uh that's all that's required is to leave a what's what's best is if people leave reviews from their mobile devices those tend to carry a bit more weight than if they come from a desktop or a laptop um but yeah i mean that's that's pretty much all that has to be done so it's a lot easier, basically. Yes. You're right, yes. because like I say, it can be quite insane, some of these regulations. <laughs> the half hour's already gone. Hopefully you can stay on for another 10 minutes, can you, Bradley? Sure. sure. And uh, we'll be discussing um, what you were saying about the free pack and advertising. And yeah. uh, I'm sure I'm sure Robert's got some more questions as well. Yes. Uh, yeah, at the beginning of the show, he said he had a tip. Let's let him give that to the audience. All right, got another tip? The tip? Well, yeah. the tip was to use Google My Business as you know as often as, as oh, possible. Okay, so, no, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. However, that that said, I, you know, as far as you know, I, I ran SEO for, for I started an SEO back in 2010, and I had stuck with primarily or or almost exclusively just doing search engine optimization up until about three years ago when I started dabbling in Google Ads. And it was always because I felt like, well, I didn't need to pay, use Google ads because I could generate traffic through search engine optimization. And I got really good at Maps SEO or Google My Business SEO and all of that stuff. However, Google is forcing people to go more into the paid businesses, more into the paid sector, right, of, of advertising with the Google platform. And we have to evolve as business owners and or marketers. We have to evolve with that. And so, as I mentioned earlier, the three packs, I've seen the three pack as much as a five pack now because they'll show two ads before they'll show the three maps listings that are, are there because they've earned their right there, if that, if that makes sense. And so, advertising is becoming more and more of a necessity, in my opinion. It's, it, and, it, and it can work really well hand in hand with an SEO campaign in two ways. Number one, if you're paying for Google ads, even if you don't pay to be in the pay-per-click section above the map section, typically for a local business, uh, if you're running Google ads with your location extension enabled, you can show up in the maps pack as an ad, right? So you can squeeze your way into a three pack that might be outside of your immediate proximity, like service area, in other words. So that's one way to get into the maps three pack in areas that you're not, that people may not be, that are, may not be close in proximity, excuse me, to where your physical location is, if that makes sense. By paying, if you're the highest bidder right. or you have the highest quality score on your Google ads with the location extension en enabled, you can actually 
jump right into the top of the three pack that way. So can we leave the rest of it for our bonus content? Um, I just wanted sure. to wrap up on the half hour, Bradley. So how can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom? And they, they truly have been words of wisdom in this half hour. How can they find out more, Bradley? Well, we have uh, a welcome page that we set up for your listeners at semanticmastery.com slash mailwrite. Just one word, mailwrite. Um, and that'll take people directly to a welcome page where they can opt in for some free goodies and some, you know, information that we'll send you. Um, secondly, we also have a weekly webinar series that we do every single Wednesday. Wednesday, it's free. It's a question and answer series for people to come ask any questions about digital marketing for their business. We answer them. Like I said, it's free to attend. It's called Hump Day Hangouts. We do it every single Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. We had our 252nd episode just this week. So, uh, or just yesterday, I should say. So I would recommend that you guys check us out. You can just search Google for Hump Day Hangouts and you'll see Semantic Mastery or go to youtube.com and search for Hump Day Hangouts or Semantic Mastery and you'll see our channel. We've got thousands of question and answer videos on our YouTube channel. I I love the name. (laughs) I don't even pull that one up. Uh, Robert, how can people find out more about you and your company? Hey, so we can uh, always have everybody go to inboundrem.com, though oddly enough, if you do inbound REM into Google, you'll not only find me, but there's a very good chance that you'll find my uh, Google uh, page, which might be interesting for people to look out. I dominate the local area, even though I don't necessarily use all the tactics that we're talking about here, but I do use quite a few of them, including reviews, response to every review. I've got five or 10 posts. So if you want to see what a professional marketing company has done in terms of my business page, you can, you can go there. I'm not saying it's the pinnacle of all pages because honestly, there's so many, I still do all my marketing myself. And so there's a lot of stuff that I just don't get around to. I kind of pick and choose my battles, which is most of the time creating content on inboundrem.com, which is where you should go if you want to learn more about me. That's great. And I'd just, just like to point out the MailRite system. We've um, done a lot of changes over the past three months. It's almost a new platform. Um, and one of the great things, it, it posts to, um, it gets reviews for your Google business page. I just want to point that out to the listeners and viewers. So if you're looking for a combined system that can help you with that, um, go to the MailRite website and book a free demo with me and I'll show you the ropes. We'll be back next week, folks, where we'll be talking to another expert like Bradley about some subject that will make your business, a real estate business, better in 2019 and in the, in the new year, not only for yourself, but for your family. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.